0: This is a headgum podcast.
1: Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the Headgum Podcast Network. This is the show where we tackle a topic also loosely and discuss our previous, present, and future experience with it. Today's topic was Hanukkah. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. <laughs> Hey, welcome back. It is the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafiori. I'm Adam Lustick, And we are officially over the hill. It is episode 101. We're starting the new century of No Joke Podcasts. Yep. Fresh start. Fresh start. New beginnings. New beginnings. Everything you once knew about us is now gone. Forget it, except that it's not actually It's and all still the there. very same men. Still there. Same guys. Nothing's changed. Yeah. Still just trying to figure out what to talk about. Figuring for 45 it out. Yep, yeah, exactly. Clearing yep. our throats yep. until we get there. Um, <laughs> last week we talked about. Our first 100 episodes in the No Joke, No Joke podcast. It has to be a really gratifying conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We discuss maybe uh, some sort of directions that the podcast could go in the future. Yeah, um, including but not excluded to um, accepting your money yes. to then make a customized, personalized podcast about you. How much money? Five hundred and seventy-five dollars for everything. Four hundred for the three acts. A yep. hundred for the first ad. Seventy-five for the mid-roll. And what is there a bonus they get? Is there a bonus that they get? If they give us the 575, do we give them a podcast plus something? Plus maybe even a goober, which is a a peanut butter and jelly swirl – in a jar that we ourselves are trying to procure for ourselves. Men of our words. Okay. We will send you that goober. So many words. Yes. <laughs> um, episode 101. Yeah. Adam, 101, you're going to start having uh, some challenges thrown your way about what these numbers represent to you. 103 doesn't have a lot of connotations. It, 107? You're se- like, already past the radio dial at 107. Way past the radio dial. Exactly. I mean, 101 is a, is a softball. Obviously, Dalmatians. Wait, obviously, softball? I mean, to me, oh, the, the oh, 101 Dalmatians, yes. it's just like this is the immediate 101. To me, 101 mm-hmm. is almost more signifiery than even 100, one might say. Let me ask you uh, something about 101. Yeah. Now, for me, growing up in Long Island, uh, 101.1 was the oldie station. Whoa. Here in Long Island, uh, here in Los Angeles, yes. 101.1 is the oldie station. That's weird. Dude. Does 101 own the oldies, oldies on, the, on the FM dial? That's a really good question. Well, growing up in Voorheesville, was 101 uh, the oldie station? I, w- I want to say, God, that's a really good question. I almost want to say it was 99.5, but I'm not positive. It very well could have been 101.1. I wonder. Maybe there's like a, yeah, maybe there's like a national agreed upon radio dial. Yes. 101 means oldies. Listeners of the No Joke Podcast in America, Yeah. if your FM dial... On 101.1 or somewhere in the 101 family yes. is the oldie station. Let us know. Let us know. At No Joke Pod on Twitter. At No uh, Joke at gmail.com. Yes. Oldies was some of my favorite music to listen to. Uh, remains. Yeah. Remains. But, okay. like, the Oldies station, to me, even growing up as a kid, uh, was kind of, like, one of my go-tos, yeah? to be totally honest. It was always a palate cleanser. Yeah. Like, I was always a top 40 Z100 kind of guy. Casey Kasem. Yes. Yeah. Just like, I, I want the hits. I'm yes. here on the radio station to hear Kiss from a Rose by Seal. Duh. It is 1993, You're after a teen. all. Hello. Hello. Um, but then sometimes it was nice yeah. to kind of get some sort of throwback. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Why well, must I be a teenager? It was just like, okay, good. Yeah, music exists. It can sound like this as well that's very good music can sound like this too did we play that song on an episode we might have i think we I did i think maybe we did yeah why must i be a teenager maybe in the romance one with weissman maybe maybe yeah <laughs> there was also do we ever talk about your we must have talked about your experience uh doing cappella? I can only assume it's come up. Right. I can only assume. And did you guys sing that song? You know that. So that's probably. Maybe maybe that's more. That's more. Maybe that's more. Um, Yeah. A few episodes ago, in fact, last episode, we tweeted out to listeners of No Jokes saying that we're about to do our 100th episode. Yeah. We'd like to be reminded of some things that stuck out to you. Yes. Potentially. Yes. One thing that we are both reminded of that we kind of forgot. Was that we asked a very important question. Yes. We were talking about Aladdin. Yes. We were talking about the Aladdin soundtrack. Yes. Some of the singers on the Aladdin soundtrack. Yes. One of them was a man named Peebo Bryson. Yes. We had a really interesting question about Peebo Bryson that is uh, worthy of asking again. Yeah. I had forgotten that we had asked this. Is Peebo short for the name Peabody? Such a good question. It almost could only be. Peabody Bryson. (laughs) Peabody. Peabody Bryson. Have you ever met a Peabody? No. That is a funny insult. That person has a Peabody. Has a Peabody, the body of a pea. Right. Yes. Peabody. Peabody. Hmm. To me, I associate, I could be way off here, but I almost think that there was like an old cartoon, maybe of like a young nerdy boy, Peabody,
0: or maybe it's a dog. Right,
1: right. Um, but also, like, isn't, like, the like uh, to me, Peabody, it is, like, a funny insult right. when you take it literally. Like, Europe, right. you have a Peabody. Right. But isn't the Peabody also, like, the prestigious, like, award? Yeah. Like, people win a Peabody right. for great work? But I feel like Peabody went away with the dinosaurs. Like, I've never met a Peabody, Peabody. a human Peabody. Yeah. <laughs> And I've never met a dinosaur. I've never met a dinosaur either. I, 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 to, I bet there was a lot of dinosaurs named Peabody. Peabody, you could only assume, yeah, <laughs> if it was a popular name back then, as right. we were determining. But yeah, is Peebo Bryson short for Peabody Bryson? Um, if anyone has any more intel on that, we're still curious. We'll get back to you. Peabody Bryson. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we are not going to be talking about dinosaurs today. We're not going to be talking about Peabody Bryson. I, to our own disappointment. Yeah. yeah. Um, Next week begins a very important holiday for one of us. Yes. Very oh, important. E- extremely. Things shut down oh, for yeah, Yes, yes, yes. You know how holiday-based we are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Adam, would you like to tell the listeners of No Joke what this episode will be about and what holiday comes next week? We're going to be talking about Hanukkah. Okay. The Jewish festival of lights. Oh, light that menorah. La, Let's have that party. party. We'll, we'll all, all dance, dance the that menorah. Exactly. Yep. We all know that. <laughs> Christians and Jews alike all know that line. the Hora. We learned that in public school. Yes. Did you really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, we'll dance the Hora. Nice. Yeah. And Did we like, learn what the Hora is? Never to this day don't know. No one cares. Doesn't matter. Right. But we'll uh, all gather around and dance, all that dance that horror. the Hora. So yes, this podcast is coming out December, whatever, today is the 8th. And next week begins Hanukkah. Right. Um, which is the 8-day yeah. celebration uh, Jewish holiday that commemorates all like years and years and years back, I think like the 200s BC. Yeah, uh, when the Maccabees, which was like a uh, tribe of Jews, okay. <laughs> of Jewish people, okay. um, they were I guess what is now maybe like oh geez I don't even know like Syria like somewhere out there in the kind of the Middle East. The Greeks were t- running stuff. When is this? What year are we talking? Like 175 BC. B.C. means before Christ. I think that's what it has come to stand for. Jews use that too. I guess we do. I guess that's okay. across the board. B.C. Is I think Jesus also- part of your story? Does Jesus show up in the Jew catalog? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, that sounded ruder than I. I just don't know a lot about religion. Yeah, I mean, Does I Jesus, don't either. Like, the tr- cross teams, like, is he in both stories? <laughs> he totally. I don't yeah. think that he shows up in the Old Testament. Okay. I don't okay. think he shows up in the Old Testament. I could be wildly wrong. There is probably a very, very clear, obvious answer for this. But I don't think that Jesus uh, makes an appearance, even really as in a cameo role, okay. in the Old Testament. I think the New Testament is almost, and again, this is my loose understanding, is predicated on the idea that Jesus is the Messiah. Okay. The New Testament, I think, is sort of built on that bedrock. Gotcha. I think. Okay. I think. When Christ was born, was yes. the year zero? Was it 0C? I I think that's how we've architected our calendar to be. Okay. That, like, 0 was the birth of Christ. I think that's generally how it goes. Good to know. Yes. So the Maccabees are uh, cruising through Syria. They're cruising around. I think they live there in the desert, as all Jews do. There are a bunch of families in the Maccabees? I'm guessing, yeah. I'm guessing it's just a community. Mm -hmm. It's a community. Okay. Uh, uh, Just like probably the Jewish community in, again, wherever that is. I think, like, it's modern-day... Again, Syria, Brit sort of leaps to mind. I think it's like in that Middle East zone. People aren't coming to the podcast to get Syrian facts, I so truly don't sweat hope it. Not. So don't sweat that. <laughs> I hope not. Okay, um, but uh, the Maccabees uh, were a, a tribe of of Judens of uh-huh. Jews, and uh, and the Greeks were sort of conquering lands uh-huh. all over the world. Sure, the Greek Empire was, I think, popping off for the most part. So there's a couple of Maccabees chilling through the desert who have a plan. I don't think they have a plan. I think that like that uh, the Greeks came. Uh, and... Took and tried to take over, tried to take over their land. Okay, just tried to like colonize their land. Okay. And, and have it. And the Maccabees said no. The Maccabees who, and this was the miracle of Hanukkah. This is why we celebrate it all. Okay, it was a very kind of David, or at least the mythology of it, sort of says that it was very much a David and Goliath story. Okay, where the Maccabees in the as the story goes, were this sort of meager little tribe of humble Jews, okay. and they, you know, just a handful of them. Okay, and they were facing this giant world conquering. Greek army that okay. was enormous. So what did they do? A big uh, net? Say it again? Did the Maccabees have a big net? Uh, yeah, They just. I think <laughs> they just had one big net and they caught them. Great. Um, I think it was also, there was, I think the other sort of element of it was there was this holy temple. And okay. like the Jews uh, at the time, it was like, this was like the... Uh, you know, it was like the most important building, structure, place like in their culture. And the Maccabees like, lived there. In the, in the Ma- I don't think I think they prayed there. Okay, which was like I think back then like more important. And the than Greeks wanted lived. it. I think the Greeks wanted to destroy it. Why? Because they're just – To destroy shit. The war. same reason ISIS knocks down museums and okay. just conquering. Okay. They just want to conquer, okay. right? So I think the Greeks had a plan. And again, this is Adam's version of this Steve, People story. aren't coming here for Syria facts. Hope you're not. Uh, so I think the Greeks had a plan to wipe it out, to knock down the temple to take over the land. We, what did the, the Maccabees do? We rule here now. So the Maccabees, as the story goes, used their kind of ingenuity. And big net. And huge net, kind of like a Lost Boys v Captain Hook and his army. Hey, that's situation. fun. That's fun. Absolutely. Now I'm imagining the like uh, the Maccabees skateboarding. Exactly. Cool feathers. That's it. Rufio. Oh, Witz. Rufio Witz. Okay. okay. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay. So I uh, in my again in my cartoon mind it was a bit Lost Boys like scrappy young upstarts Got it. who like who know the geography of the land. The Greeks may have all the weapons and maybe even have I don't know horses or something, but okay. we know the right caves to hide in because okay. this is our home. Horses versus caves. Horses the story of, of Hanukkah. Gave, <laughs> horses v. Caves, the story of Hanukkah. Right. Yo. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so again, in the sort of like loose historical mythology, these small band of Maccabees defeated the big giant Greek army. Wow. I think with – Nets? I don't know. I think with military strategy, nets, okay. caves, okay. A bow and arrow, I think – The Greeks retreat. They say we're out. They retreat. Keep your castle. Keep your castle. You Maccabees, do your thing. You can do your own thing. Okay. You're too tough for us. Okay. Right? And the Maccabees uh, were like, yes. And the Maccabees are like, <laughs> sweet, man. Uh, and, and, and I think that the miracle of why it's called the Festival of Lights has to do with the fact that then – Maybe after all that, the holy temple was preserved, and they only had enough oil Mm -hmm. to light the candle in the holy temple for just one night. They only had this tiny – the Maccabees had a tiny amount of oil. I think that's – yeah, that's taught in uh, public school too. The candle for one night, but the miracle was that the candle burned for eight nights. Okay, great. So that's why Hanukkah is an eight-night event. What happened on the ninth day? Yeah, really. A strong breeze, or we just don't. (laughs) We don't need any more candles. Like I'm not even joking. Like eight days happened. Do they say like we can leave the castle now? Yeah, I wonder. I think it was just more about like. After this – again, I could be getting this way wrong, obviously. But, like, I think it was more like after this long battle with the Greeks and they defeated them and Judah Maccabee was, like, the leader of it and they did it. Okay. And then they sort of, like – now they can go finally resume normal life in their holy place, in their temple. Okay. But we only have this much oil and this light is, I'm pretty sure, like, probably to, to God or got whatever. Got it. So God. on day nine, they went out and found more oil. They probably just got more oil. It's time to – let's go look for some oil. I think so. Okay. That's why potato latkes are the sort of like un- the official food of. Good. That's where I want to go. Okay, good. That's where I want to go. Great. Uh, it took us 12 minutes <laughs> to, get and to the we food, finally got sake. the potato latkes. <laughs> Danced around cereal, talked who about Honestly, whatever. Sure. We've used the word Maccabees a bunch. <laughs> yeah. Adam, there is an acapella group. Called the Maccabees, yeah, I, think I so. believe the Maccabees. Think so. I think so. Do we have? They sing Jewish songs. <laughs> you know who it? They are uh, pubescent and pre-pubescent boys, as all acapella groups are, who joyfully sing. <laughs> as all acapella groups do. We're going to play a song from them on the podcast now. But after this podcast, go on YouTube and take a look. Yes, because they're having a lot of fun making these videos, and we are not being ironic when we say no, we t- love these. Take videos. yourself down that Maccabees rabbit hole. Okay, so here's a Maccabees song. We'll be right back. No joke
0: podcast. Happy Hanukkah. I'll tell a tale, tell, tell, tale Yeah. Of Maccabees in Israel, L, L, L. Yeah. When the Greeks tried to assail, sell, sell, sell. Yeah. But it was all to no avail, Veil, Veil, Veil. Yeah, yeah. The war went on and on and on. Until the mighty Greeks were gone. Yeah. I put my lockers in the. Sometimes to say your name or spin the dread or two Shield. Their rivals thought, are they for real, 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 real? Those Max Beasts, they never yield, 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 yield. They charged ahead with sword and shield, 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 shield. Yeah, yeah, the war went on and on and on. Until the mighty Greeks were gone. Yeah, up in Sometimes saying, hey, spin the dreidel, just want to celebrate for all late nights, singing, hey, light the candle, we say, ma, oh, oh, yeah. Do Hayasham sham Hayasham do
1: Back to the No Joke Podcast. That was the Maccabeats. Sure. The Maccabeats. Yeah. We're talking about Hanukkah yeah. here on episode 101 of the No Joke Podcast. That's right. Yeah, we um <laughs> we use the word Maccabee so much time. I wanted to do this podcast because I know nothing about the holiday. Yeah, uh, I know very little about Christian holidays. Um, so why not learn about the other one as well? We're two secular dudes. <laughs> we struggled to, I'd say, catch a groove. Yeah, in the first act. Yeah, we uh, loosely tried to talk about temples and we got sidetracked. Yeah, we got a little sidetracked from the main event. It happens. Which is the greasy food that we eat and the songs that are made up about it. But before we get to the food, Adam. Yeah, I feel like sometimes a good way to learn about a culture. Yeah is to explore their music. Absolutely. I think we both agree that um, religious music is some of the best music out there. Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So why not use the song we just listened to Great. as kind of a roadmap for me to potentially learn if I have questions about some of the lyrics. Great. So we're going to go comb through some of the lyrics. We're going to comb through it. And maybe you can help me uh, clarify to clarify. the best of my ability. Great. I'll do my best. So at first they start singing the words... I'll tell a tale, 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 yeah, uh-huh. of Maccabees and Israel, yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. So we've already covered that. Covered it. So geographically, that does specify it a little bit. It was sort of in that Middle Eastern Syria-Israel-Jordan zone. Okay. So that's informative. Another line that you hit on. Yes. When the Greeks tried to assail, 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 yeah. Yeah. But it was all to no avail, veil, vale, veil, vale, yeah. Exactly. So you were, I mean, I'm giving you an A. Pretty good. I'm giving you an A, a on Greeks what you taught me. The Greeks running shit. They tried to take us over it, but to no avail, veil, veil, yeah. Now you kind of glossed over how long this war was. You said they have horses, we have caves. <laughs> that was a guess. The Maccabees uh, made it a little more clear. They said the war went on and on and on. Until the mighty Greeks were gone. That's right. So it seems like no Jew knows what happened during that. No, there's a, that's what they say. Two Jews, three opinions. Oh, <laughs> I never heard that before. <laughs> they just say that there was a war and then the Greeks were gone. They were gone. That's a yada, yada, yada. That's a classic yada, 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 yada and the Greeks were gone. So I'm just going to go and believe that no re- no Jews really know what happened in that war. Definitely not. Here's an interesting non-request. Yes. I feel like we're always asking the listeners of No Joke Podcast to fill in the gaps. Yes. This is something I'd rather uh, be ignorant about for the rest of my life. Okay. Great. I'd like to imagine that this war, this was called the war of no details. The war of no details. Nobody the on war earth war knows. Of no details. But it lasted a long time. Yeah. And the Greeks were gone. The war of no details. That's all we know about. It was many years ago and now potatoes about it. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll read the next verse and then maybe you pick it up from okay, there. Okay, cool. Because t- we wanted to talk about the food. Yes. And so apparently did the Maccabees. Yes. So they talked about the war. Yes. The Greeks are now gone. That's the history of it. And here we are at this next line. Yep. Yeah, I flip my latkes in the air sometimes. Yes. Saying, hey yo. spin the dreidel. That's right. Just want to celebrate for all eight nights, singing, hey yo, light the candle. Exactly. F- I flip my latkes in the air sometimes. sometimes. So a latke. Latke. This is a potato pancake. Okay. This is uh, unequivocally delicious. Now, do you just take a hammer and flatten a, a potato? Masa menos, yeah. Okay. You flatten the crap out of that potato, okay. uh, and you fry it up in sweet, delicious oil. Okay. That's the, the, sort of the oil connection, like the miracle of the oil lasting for one night and eight nights instead of one. Now we cook potatoes with it. Okay. Oh, fun. So that's the sort of the oil maybe thread, I think. Sure. Um, but yeah, potato pancakes. You make them. You fry them up. Just like fried potatoes. Yeah. Repurpose French fries. Don't overthink Jews it. Jews own potato latkes. Jews own potato latkes. Yep. Two uh, classic toppings. Mm. Applesauce. Sour cream. Yep. These are the kind of, the, t- the, the two, main, you can put anything on latkes, mm-hmm. th- live your life, mm-hmm. sing and hey Yep. <laughs> but like two of the main accoutrement to the latka are sour cream, adds a nice little cool, just like a cool dairy moment. That's what sour cream does. You know what sour cream is. You've got a burrito. Or applesauce to make it a little bit more desserty, if you will. Okay. So sometimes they flip their l- latkes in the air. Yes. And then they spin the dreidel. Yeah. Listen, not everyone here knows – not everyone who listens to the podcast even knows Aju. Yeah. We know that dreidels are kind of there. We know that a, a top that you spin Spinning top, yep. Can you just tell me a little bit about the dreidel? Okay, yeah, sure. So a dreidel, yes, is a spinning top. I have no idea about the origins of it or why or anything about it. Great. Uh, I'm but so it, glad I asked. So glad you asked. It's a spinning top on with four sides. On each four of the sides – on each of the sides is a different Hebrew letter. One is a gimel. One is a hay. One is a – I can't remember. And the others I can't remember. Okay. So it's four-sided, each one with a th- with a letter. Everyone gets g- a certain amount of gelt, which is like the Jewish uh, chocolate coins. Yeah. Okay? So everyone starts with like a certain amount of chocolate oh, coins. Oh, is this when you hide the gelt? No, that's hiding the afikoman. That's a different holiday. Okay. That's Passover. Okay. This is everyone has Jewish golden coins. <laughs> say everyone that. Everyone has Jewish golden coins. Say that. I mean, we don't <laughs> Can use you say drops. That? Yeah. We don't use drops in yeah. this episode, but I would clearly pull that sentence out and use it again. <laughs> Everyone has Jewish, Jewish golden, golden coins. coins. Okay. So everyone has their guilt, and people go one by one and spin the dreidel, and depending on what it kind of lands on, okay. that means either you have to uh, give up half your guilt to either – and there's a big pile of community guilt in the middle. Oh, okay. So, so you spin the dreidel, and depending on what you get, you either take half the pile. You take it all. You it's have a, to give up your gelt. It's a banking game. It's a banking game. <laughs> big surprise. Big surprise. It's a banking game, yeah. We say Al-Han-Nasim Oh, yeah, for all eight nights. Al-han-asim, Al-Hanisim, Al-Hanisim. I don't know what that means, Billy. Wow. I don't know what Stump that them? I don't know what that means. We then, say, we then we play more dreidel by the candlelight. Yeah, there's not much to do. And I told you once, now I told you twice about that miracle of the candlelight. <laughs> they rhymed candlelight Light. with... candlelight Candlelight. so that's yeah choose to bring up redundancies okay Uh, um but yeah we play the dreidel i mean the funny thing about the dreidel is um i mean like okay look so it's a spinning top and we can do that yeah the cool kids do it upside down stop it the cool kids do it upside down i don't want to brag but i used to open my capri suns from the bottom up dog so you get it yeah the cool kids do stuff upside down those kids sat in the back of the bus that's what i mean wow Upside down dreidel spinner sit in the back of the bus. Nerdy oh. regular dreidel spinner sit in the front of the bus with your mommy. Wow, lame. <laughs> yeah, lame. That, that's called the basic dreidel spinner. Exactly. You've heard of basic B's. This is a basic D. Correct. Okay. So like, if you are beyond basic, if you're a dreidel spinner 2.0, you can okay. do it upside. And it's just like it just feels cooler to like do it upside because it spins on this super tiny little like wick okay. at the top. You're not like using the broad base of the top to spin. You're spinning it on like the harder to spin, got it, weird wick part. So it's cooler. We'll get back to the lyrics in a second. Great. We've been doing a lot of. Talk- Talking for people like me, I feel yeah. like the audience right now is me. Where it's like, imagine you don't know anything about this holiday or these people. A Hanukkah primer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, is there something like an inside thing that like you know all Jews would know? Where it's like uh, a little like um like. You would never, it would never come up in conversation with so, me. like, Inside Hanukkah baseball, kind of. Yeah, you could assume like Amir definitely like knows, or like something that like a family tradition. Is there anything where like a, I'm just imagining a Jew listening to this podcast? Like, I know all this stuff. Okay, here's something. Here's Great. just one small thing. I don't know if this is like super insidey baseball. Has whatever. Whatever. Loving the smirk on your face right now. Okay, so uh, the menorah. The menorah is a, a big, also a part of Hanukkah. This is the candelabra, essentially. Mm-hmm. And it has eight prongs. Okay. Um, one for each night of Hanukkah. And then there's a, and there's like a boss candle in right. the middle yes. called like the shamash, which means like, and this is the candle that lights all the other candles. So it's technically nine for on either side? Correct. Four, four, one big dog. Okay. The big dog lights all the little dogs. Love it. Um, and... And a menorah is like can be a can be like sort of an artisanal like beautiful crafted thing like there's, like, really nice menorahs. I mean, I'm sure Marina knows all about it. It's just, like, sure. there's really beautiful, like, it's it can be, like, they come in all different styles. It's They're not all, like, the weird candelabra candlestick. Right. Some are, like, weird abstract. Some look like Mets hats. I mean, you can imagine. So, so like, if I went on Amazon and I typed in menorah, I could hit a, a sort by price and there would be a whole variety. Whole variety. Got whole, it. whole variety. Like yarmulkes. It's, like, there's a certain amount of, like, customize your own yes. element to it. A little bit. Yes. Only qualifications being they need the candles. Yes. Okay. So. So um I just feel like there was a slight cultural divide okay between like the families who would have like the dope menorahs that they clearly got like from Tel Aviv like from Israel like their their bubbie Ma- made of marble yeah kind like of. really nice like uh-huh. nice menorahs that are like nice yes my f- <laughs> huh. I think everyone involved right now knows in which direction your so, family went. So, so like, I'm like, I went to Hebrew Academy growing up, and like one of our kindergarten tasks we had to like make a menorah yep. out of clay. So yep. like, we did that fine. We like let my parents lit like my crappy little like yeah. six year old menorah. However, there was just like an even sort of like lit, more laissez faire route. Okay, which is not even candle. My parents have one of these, not even real candles. Okay, just like electric like fake oh. electricity, like your caterers, correct? And you just like twist the candle top and it lights up. Okay. And it's just like, not, and it like really took the, because so much of like, in so many different Jewish traditions, like candle lighting is such a thing. Yeah. At, sh- at Shabbat. Every, oil burns. Oil and candle, but Jews can't get enough of candles. We right. Love, we were fascinated by how the candles work. <laughs> That's so <But> yeah, <laughs> That's
0: true. We love, love candles. candles right. We
1: love lighting them and we like making it like a ceremonious, sacred thing. At Shabbat, right. you light like the candle and there's like a thing where you wave your hands in front of your eyes three times and cover your eyes. Right. For the sh- it's a whole, it has like gravitas. So so it's just extra secular and kind of sacrilegious to remove the candle lighting element of the festival of lights. No one... Right. That yeah, yeah. is like the only thing it is. No is one like talks a, about how the Maccabees also had a couple of twist <laughs> candles twisty. just in case the oil just rose in out. in case. Right. <laughs> twist. Yeah. So my family, and I'm a little, might have been ashamed to admit it, but I'm just aware of that we were kind of a twisty a menorah family. Do a little Do you bit. have to clock how fast the candles are burning or can you replace a candle if you have to along the way? Like is the trick to make the candles burn top to bottom in 8 days and ration it out or it's just like who cares light it we'll, we have 50 candles who, in the who cares light it we have 50 candles right right, right. Yep. yeah yeah That's <laughs> a real yeah that's like- a real <laughs> like human being celebrating yeah, a holiday yeah, exactly. who cares who cares come on give me a break here just who cares we'll figure it out <laughs> yeah. right. have you ever been to i mean like we have collectively been to hanukkah Par- like dinners and stuff I and guess parties, so. kind of? To me, the eight days stretches it out where I don't know what, like, the big dogs are. They're exactly. Like, I get, like, the the first day and the last day are probably, like, fun and, like, right. maybe, I don't it's know. It's really just the first night. It's right. sort of like, it's Hanukkah! Right. My parents, we would get the, quote-unquote, big gift the first night. AKA the Psychogenesis game we wanted. The Christmas gift. That's right. I knew so many Jews who, like, their family celebrated uh, Hanukkah, but it was easier to do gifts on Christmas. Oh, the inferiority complex rages. Right. Rages. Right. Oh, please. Right. They I are mean, not on equal footing. Oh, no. I mean, like, that's that's why it's so funny to also be like, to hear, like, the Trumps of the world be like, we're going to say Merry Christmas again. Like, enough of this happy holiday thing. Like, right. We're going to say Merry Christmas. We're right. like, wow. Like, we all thought that it's only been Christmas this <laughs> right. whole time. Right. Like, we've only been saying Merry Christmas. It is so real. <laughs> it is like. It is so real that, like th- – <laughs> It's America. We're Christian. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So default, but right. yes, the Hanukkah to Christmas inferiority complex that Jews feel is is significant. Luckily, there's one man who about ten years ago tried to uh, put you guys on the map. Who's that? That man is Adam Sandler. That's right. He said, "You have plenty of Christmas songs." <laughs> That's Exactly right. We're going to take it back. Yeah, I'm going to name some Jews. Yes. That. Exist yes, and call it the Hanukkah song, and like for ten-year-olds everywhere, right? It was like it, it was a a anthem. It was like a it was a national anthem. It was like, you can really date the song based on the success of the punchline OJ Simpson,
0: oh, not, not a, Jew.
1: a Jew. That like, that just coming right hold, from the nineties. Hold for applause. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so what do you say we do? Uh, you Jews a favor, play another song. We must. Okay, Yeah. This is the Hanukkah song. Adam Sandler. We'll be right back. Great. Put on
2: your yarmulke, I- comes Hanukkah so much Hanukkah to celebrate Hanukkah Hanukkah is the festival of lights instead of one day of presents we have eight crazy nights (laughs) when you feel like the only kid in town Without a Christmas tree, here's a list of people who are Jewish, just like you and me. <laughs> David Lee Roth lights the menorah. So do James Conkert Douglas and the late Dinah Shura. Guess who eats together at the Carnegie Deli? Bowser from Shanana and Arthur finds a Paul Newman's half Jewish, Goldie Horn's half too. Put them together, what a fine looking Jew! <laughs> you don't need that, the horn Spin a trailer with Captain Kirk And Mr. Spock, both Jewish Put on you yarmulke It's time for Hanukkah The owner of the Seattle Supersonicas Celebrates Hanukkah O.J. Simpson Not a Jew <laughs> But guess who is All of Famer Rod Carew He converted We got Ann Landers And her sister dear Abby Harrison Ford's a quarter Jewish Not too shabby (laughs) Some people think That Ebenezer Scrooge is Well he's not But guess who is All three Stooges Is. Tell your friend Veronica, it's time to celebrate Hanukkah. I hope I get a harmonica on this lovely, lovely Hanukkah. So drink your gin and Hanukkah and smoke your marijuana. have you a happy, 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 happy Hanukkah.
0: Happy Hanukkah.
1: Welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. This is Act Three of today's episode. Today we're talking about Hanukkah. I flip my lockers in the air sometimes, <laughs> I'm singing "Heyo." Love it. Yeah, yeah, man. Just love it. Yes. Third act of the No Joke Podcast. Yeah. Yeah, like Adam said, we are talking about Hanukkah, the future of Hanukkah. Yes. When did Hanukkah? I mean, did Hanukkah start the day that that oil burned? <laughs> yeah, that. I mean, like, was that Hanukkah? See, that's a really good question, actually. I mean, that is the ev- that is like the I- event. Christmas is uh, little baby Jesus' birthday. That's right. But yeah. it's like how soon after Christ Himself was born in that. Manger, where mm. people bringing pine trees into their homes and hanging up lights day of day of yeah that day they heard they said uh there's a manger Way out there Yeah A baby is being born Yeah Go to Lowe's And get a six foot tree (laughs) Now Now That's That's how it worked That's hilarious That's my understanding Of Christmas Exactly So Started right away Right So did they Did Jews around the world Get word That (laughs) we need to make our menorahs Because there's a little oil Burning in a cave somewhere so funny about you That they just put the word out They brought up the shofar And just here for the first time Everyone just This It's hysterical. <laughs> but is that the understanding? That, like, Hanukkah falls? Because Hanukkah doesn't have that set date. No, it doesn't. It doesn't we have that have set 12, date. 25. That's we have 1225. We know that is Christmas Day. That's right. Well, I think the reason that it shifts around is because it subscribes to the Hebrew calendar. Okay. Which is, like, not 365 days, but maybe, like, 330 or something like that. So, like, slightly off. Okay. Which is why all these Jewish holidays, like, there's no fixed dates on, like, the sort of, whatever, Anglo calendars. okay. Because the Hebrew calendar is something different. Okay. Like, we're living in, like, it's 2017, but in the Hebrew calendar, it's, like, 58, it's, like, 57, 58 Which is funny when you talk (laughs) about the future of Hanukkah. (laughs) Yeah. This this has been going on for a long time. We are currently living in the The future future of Hanukkah. That's a great point. There hasn't been a lot of media outside of Adam Sandler's thing, though. Like, Eight Crazy Nights was another. Adam Sandler's, like, carrying the flag. Yeah, he's carrying the torch. We're out here, y'all. Truly. Jews have stories, too. He's carrying the menorah for Hanukkah. Where is, they say Jews run Hollywood. Uh, Yeah, they say that. It's nothing but Christmas movies, year after year after year. I would love an anxious, neurotic Hanukkah holiday special. Or more more sort of, like, robust. Where's, like, the Judah Maccabee awesome, like, 300-style movie of the battle of whatever? Well, here's the problem. It's the battle of no details. It's the battle of no details. You can't make a movie about something that nobody knows nobody the knows details. Shit about it. We just know that the candle lasted for eight days. So let's use that as an opportunity <sighs> I'm right for funny now, buddy. Adam Lustig. Yes. Let's write Great. that movie. Okay. Or let's consider it. Let's yeah. cast it. Yeah. Let's say what will make it a successful story. Yes. Okay, great. So the guy's name was Judah Maccabee. Judah Maccabee. This is our hero. This is our alpha. This is our leader. This is our Christian Bale. It will help me uh, think about the story more if we could put a face to the name. Yes, exactly. So what we know about him is he's a Jew. He's a Jew. Okay. He's so a that, warrior. A Jew warrior. He's a warrior. Already tough contradiction. So let's just start with Jew. <laughs>
0: let's start with Jew and say who can
1: play warrior. Yes, yes. Okay? Um, is there a Jew? Is there someone who you think could lead this 300-style Jewish epic movie. Yeah, do you have an actor in mind? Does the actor himself need to be Jewish? It would help. That hurts. Um, Judd Hirsch. <laughs> Is Mandy Patinkin? Judd Hirsch. Judd Hirsch. I don't know. Judd Hirsch. Like, I mean, honestly, like a nineteen seventies era, like peak. Sexual like sexual Elliot Gould might do it. Okay. like, like uh, It's 2017. We gotta it be is. Real. Gotta He's be real. very old. He's God. old now. Gotta be real. Okay, so who's our young, hot Jew movie star? Jerry Seinfeld? Liev Schreiber? Okay. I almost think – Jerry Seinfeld. There's a lot I of – it doesn't have to be your traditional – we, we yeah. don't worry too much about box office. Yes. I'm just trying to think of a good – Honestly, and yeah. I don't mean to I, – I think it's Schreiber. Schreiber. I think Liev Schreiber – He's a Jew. It, yo yeah. Lev is a – that's Lev. Very much. Lev Schreiber. Lev Schreiber is like the greatest Jew – uh, like Okay, the, great. The casualist we're throwing over the word Jew. The, he's our greatest Jew thespian. Is Jew a bad word? <laughs> well, see, that's what's funny about it. It isn't, but it sounds like it is. Is Jew the same as Christian? It is. It doesn't have a little bit more edge where it's like – It's got some edge. Right. The J is a hard sound. And again, not to be offensive, but people have used it as a – when it's used as a verb, then it's offensive. Right. You can't Jew someone out of something. You're really Jewing it up. Good call. That, like, when used as a verb, fully offensive, can't do that. Right. Rude. That comes with labels. Right. Too much. Yep. Can't. Oh, you, uh, you really Jewed me out of that. That And that is, that is sad. It's like, you're a Jewish person who is talking to nobody. And when you said you really Jewed me out of that, y- it, I felt like, ooh, that's a bad. Yeah, you can't say that. Okay. It's just like, that's not right. okay. But you're a Jew. That's real. Right. So that's real. And Leah Schreiber is our Jew in this movie. Yes. So yes, He's <laughs> not going to be Jewing the Greeks. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. That, that's <laughs> the <laughs> distinction we need to be making. Big distinction. He's Very not important. Jewing but any But a Jew. That's fine. Warring. Amongst a tribe of Jews. Right. Fine. His tactics might be learned from Jewish elders, but again, he's not Jewing <laughs> no, no, the Greeks. Nope. You never heard us say that. <laughs> we're safe. We're clear. If we're safe now. When he's not. <laughs> that's right. I feel like I've said it too many times. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, okay. okay. So Schreiber, I think, wants to be our Judah. Can I tell you what I'm concerned about? Please. He's never really had, like, a brave heart role. He's always looking for his daughter on a plane. Oh! <laughs> Billy, I'm shivering. <laughs> yes, that's true. He is Ray Donovan. Like, it's like, have we ever seen a shirtless Schreiber? A, shirt, uh, was there Are we a g- shirtless? there ever a shirtless Schreiber? Let me ask you this. These Maccabees, were they the traditional warriors, or were they just, like, still, like, wearing traditional garb you say they're in these caves i mean like imagine what life was like in 200 bc in the desert they're wearing you know probably like moomoo's with sandals okay so not tribal not like uh fit into our environments Uh, yeah not blend in i don't think they're like like this is a war yeah i don't think i don't imagine them as like indigenous tribes like in apocalypse now like living in the trees and have fashioning their own blow you know blow tranquilizer guns out of bamboo togas uh Okay, drapes. I think it's togas and drapes. Okay. I think it's sandals and head wraps. All right, so we got uh, we got Schreiber and a head wrap. I think it's Schreiber and a head wrap and sandals. Okay, tevas. Okay, yeah. Um, where do we want it set? He's going to we we want it to be something visually exciting. Yeah. After all, this is the war that brought us Hanukkah. Yes, exactly. The right. war of no details. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, uh, look, I see it a little bit like the if you've seen Wonder Woman, I have not. Okay. Uh, there's like Amazonia where all the Amazon women okay. live. Dinosaurs? And flying flying animals? I mean like no, but it like feels prehistoric and it feels very much like their own utopian society. Where okay. they train as warriors and live in peace. Can we have some flying animals in this We movie? should. We should. Yeah. There should be like prehistoric beasts. Dragons. That'd be dope. Popular. It, that works for Game of Thrones. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So like I would love to add an a Game of Thrones dragon, flying vulture, prehistoric yep. flying lizard element to it. Okay. Why not? Maybe that's how Shriver travels. He travels on Lizard. There are no details to this war. We, we can add create them. these wars. We're filling them in ourselves. Okay, great. So Monica really was founded by Liev Schreiber. That's right. Flying his dragon. That's right. Into this uh, big island. Yes. I think that we sort of open the movie and him on his dragon, cascading his land, saying, mm-hmm. hello, elders. Hello. Okay. Almost like a Beauty and the Beast sort of cold open okay. with Bell waking, the town waking up. I kind of imagine sh- Schreiber flying into the dragon. I good morning, that. elders. Good morning, wife. Good morning, children. Maybe he's dropping bread from yeah, his dragon. I think so. The villagers are catching it things are good to set up like this is peaceful ju- judaism but evil is coming evil is coming not just evil greek evil. greek evil now the head the king i believe his name is king Antio- antiochus okay <laughs> he's a, he's a greek he's a keys are evil greek so we have a, a we, need, villain we have, here. To, ca- we have yeah, to cast we have to cast that do we have any famous greeks their yeah. last names usually aren't uh camera friendly that's right jennifer aniston she's a greek big time she's a greek she's like one of the more famouses. shriver well, versus aniston I mean, Jennifer Aniston would be really interesting gender swap casting for King Antiochus. Love it. She is innately likable. Yes. And which makes her a more complicated villain. Mm-hmm. Charming She's, villains are the best. She sells smart water. She sells smart water. Uh-huh. Hydration is the, I mean, that's important. That's important it, to villains know. Villains need to hydrate. Okay, great. Aniston, I mean, that's that's one idea. He's so, not the only Greek. Here's a story point. Yes. I'd like to just go with Aniston. Aniston, you're, you're cast. So one day Shriver wakes up on his dragon and he looks around and he's like, where are our oil reserves? <laughs> <laughs> our island is known for our oil reserves, yes. but there's but a drop left. Yes. Then we cut to Aniston, and she's bathing in the Maybe oil. she's like laying in a bathtub of oil. Mm-hmm. We sort of set that contrast. It's an oil but war. It's an oil war. Things haven't changed. It's 2017, Wildily. and people are still fighting over this oil Shit, today. That's like weirdly prescient. So true. that's really going to hit. It's actually true. That's going to hit. Yes. Yes. I think it's we have really the main good. elements in this movie. Our hero, Liev, swords in his dragon. Good morning, village. Yeah. Cut to our evil King or in this case maybe Queen Antiochus mm-hmm. yes. bathing in her clawed foot bathtub of nothing but oil. Drinking smart water. Drinking mm-hmm. Drinking Smart Water true to brand. Mm-hmm. Oh we want to litter this movie with branded opportunities, by the way. We're here to make money. <laughs> this is uh this is th- this is the new no joke. <laughs> We're here to monetize. <laughs> okay, great. This okay. is a great start. Okay great great start. Mm-hmm. I think then Aniston uh, is going to maybe get word maybe she has like an evil crystal ball uh, Snow White style or maybe she can spy and see Judah Maccabee Schreiber. Maybe she resents him and maybe she's even a little in love with him. Maybe that's an element of it. Mm-hmm. Maybe but- she knows that she has all of the oil but one drop. Yes! <laughs> and she needs the monopoly. Love this Billy. Love and he this. finds this drop and he protects it with all of his heart. That's really good. He's- but she wants that drop. It's really really good. She said oh. let's fight. She said let's fight. So she amasses her enti- a huge Greek army mm-hmm. huge Greek army yeah. the entire cast of Friends and the entire rest of the cast of Joey, Friends Joey Rachel, Rachel Chandler Chandler Bong uh-huh. all of them Yep, Gunther Yeah, side characters Bring them all. anyone who's ever been to Central Perk you're in the army Julie 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 was one of their wives at one point. Paul Rudd that time. Sure. All of them. Okay. <laughs> so like, they're all fighting for the Greeks. I think they're the Greek army. I mean, okay. why not populate the Greek army with your favorite 90s sitcom stars? Can I if tell- they're led by Aniston. Yeah. Yes. Can I tell you how this movie wraps up? Please. They, The cast of Friends <laughs> goes to Liev Schreiber's house, and they say, we want that oil. <laughs> and do you know what his dragon does? What? Drops a net. Drops a net. Drops a net. Drops a net on the Greeks. The Greeks go home. Take that, Edison. And, and, and Shriver says, we're burning this oil tonight, boys. And <laughs> then the Maccabees show up, and they sing their big hit where <laughs> they throw their lotkas in the, the air. air and everyone says, hey, yo. Hey, yo. They spin that dreidel. Hey, dreidel. So <laughs> Miramax, Paramount. Yeah, who wants it? All the big dogs. Who wants it? The movie's called The War of No Details. That is Go- <laughs> beautiful. Put a bow on that war yeah, and that movie. It was really good. We really hope you guys learned something uh, on this episode. Love it. Schreiber, Aniston, The War of No Details, coming summer of You Tell Us. Julie, Paul Rudd. <laughs> Gunther. The War of, of No, no details. details. Well, really good. We did 100 and then we did that one. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. That was the awesome. new era of No jokes begins sorry yeah we're always sorry sorry not sorry that's yeah. another one yep and that is the hanukkah episode that was great for the no joke podcast i am billy scothiore i'm adam lustig and like always we will talk to you next week thanks for listening that was a Headgum podcast